0: Hey, what's up, Anchor? Lana Hitchens here with Gadget Smart. Today, I want to talk about the Fitbit Ionic, or Ionic. I, yep, believe that's what it's called. So it's Fitbit's latest try at smartwatches. So they've had the Fitbit Blaze, which was like the fir- the company's first smartwatch, but it wasn't a true smartwatch. It didn't have apps, it didn't have third-party uh, support, and there wasn't like an ecosystem around it. The Ionic, though is the first one to support third-party apps it's going to give um, the apple watch a run for its money or at least fitbit hopes it will but i just want to say that for $299 $300 the ionic is just overly priced it's it's priced at an apple watch where you would get a high quality experience, you're going to get the the best quality, you're going to have Apple support, you're going to have all this, but with a the Fitbit, they're betting on a high priced ugly device that just more than likely won't have a third party support there that you're used to with the Apple Watch or Android Wear. Um, Fitbit did a lot for this watch, they acquired Pebble, they acquired another watchmaker, and really what it looks like they did is add third-party support and just created an ugly watch that essentially will run third-party apps and just be built around Fitbit OS which is Fitbit's new idea of how they're gonna shape their their fitness trackers and I just, man, I can't get over the look. So, let's start with that. So the look of it, it's just it's in a lightweight aluminum case, it has um, antenna lines for the GPS, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. It's using um, plastic on the bottom so you can have all your sensors from the heart rate to all that and get an accurate tracking of it. And there's two buttons on the right side of the screen, there's one on the left, and they come in three colors, so it comes in silver, gray, and orange. Orange is the ugliest of all of them. and. Honestly, I would say the silver looks the best, but the gray kind of appeals to me. So it just depends. Um, for 2 dollars you're getting everything you would get from an Apple Watch or an Android, or Android Wear Watch or maybe something you would have gotten from Pebble. But I just feel like Fitbit is betting on a failing platform here. And they're just, they're trying to tweak it by using some some Fit or some Pebble OS ideas. So the Fitbit applications are going to be running um, an SDK built on JavaScript and SVG web standards. So developers are going to be easily able to easily port their apps over to this Fitbit OS. I don't know how many will, considering Android Wear and Apple Watches haven't done that well and people are actually moving away from those platforms, but there is the possibility to install new third-party apps and have watch faces, and they just borrowed a lot of stuff from the Pebble like playbook for apps and brought it all over the over here. So, other than that, it's just I, I don't see too many like things that are going to stand out. Like the preloaded apps are going to be Strava, Starbucks, Pandora, AccuWeather, and it's just meh. So. For that Pandora app, you're gonna only have like 2.5 gigabytes of local storage, which is around 300 songs, or about three or four Pandora playlists if you're a Plus member. So I just see the watch as an iteration of the Ugly Blaze and all the other Fitbit watches. Everyone's always saying that the Pebble watch, or sorry, Pebble, they're still in my heart. The Fitbit devices just go on your wrist, battery dies, you throw them in a drawer and you forget about them. I don't know if anyone's gonna wanna spend $299 to wear a watch occasionally and then forget about it. Maybe the fitness nerds will do it, but I highly, highly doubt it. All right, talking about the Fitbit Ionic a little more. So the Fitbit Ionic has payments over NFC. They acquired a company called Coin. This allows you to go to like McDonald's and use your Fitbit pay account to pay with major credit cards, including like MasterCard and Visa. So that's really nice to have that and be able to leave your phone at home and and use your watch if you're on the run or something. But other than that, Fitbit also seems like they're really doubling down on the fitness part of this watch. So you have um, upgraded heart rate sensor, make sure that you have a more accurate um, account of your runs and your cycles and cycling and there's also a new tri-wave sensor on the bottom to track uh, your oxygen saturation this is an interesting addition so it would mean more tracking of how your workouts look what you're you're doing and how you're doing plan to use new metrics in the future including sleep apnea so it could be something where you are this watch 24-7. I don't know if you really want to because it seems kind of clunky and just big for someone's wrist. There is also GPS of course like I said. Um, It'll help you on your runs, your biking, you don't have to have your phone with you and they claim the GPS is more accurate than any of its competitors. Um, there's also a run detect system that can tell when you start and stop running and log out activity automatically There's also some automatic sleep tracking just like various other Fitbit devices And then the battery life. Let's talk about the battery life They claim it'll get 10 hours while using the GPS would be just amazing But I'm expecting real-world usage to be around six or seven hours with GPS with GPS turned off I'm feeling you could get that 10 hours but we'll have to see and really wait for like all the reviews to come in and everyone to get that. Um, most of the reviewers that have had a chance to play with that device they say the software isn't quite finished and overall they had very mixed feelings about the v- device. They think it's more of a fitness tracker but it's trying to be just a little bit more. Um, they say that it's comfortable to wear and the battery life lasts multiple days Even even when they were doing like a run or two and using that GPS, so there is some usage in there and battery battery tests so Multiple days that I get you through that's Pebble-esque battery life, and that's what I do like to see Personally though. I just I cannot get over the the ugness of the watch. I wish there was an exchangeable straps so you can really stylize how the watch you want it to be and I understand that they wanted that design so you can get a reading of your wrist but I still feel like it's not enough for Fitbit. They're betting on a failing platform here and even though that this smartwatch area is very profitable for some companies like Garmin, it's just Fitbit hasn't been able to contend with these other companies. I've backed other Android Wear watches on Kickstarter, and I'm hoping maybe in the future I'll try out the Fitbit watch. But in the meantime, I'd love to hear what you guys think. You can comment or call in on Anchor, tell me what you think about the Fitbit Ionic, or on Twitter at get Gad- or at get gadgetsmart. And then, on uh, if you want to read our newsletter or smart online, that's gadgetsmart. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys later.